The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome, Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast on this Wednesday. I am Dan Bach. Pleasure to be talking DFS with you here today. Big thanks to our friends at Fantasy Draft. Uh, hopefully you've gone on over there, made that deposit, and uh, if not, now is a great time to do it. Always use that promo code GRINDER, so therefore... You can be a part of all the great promotions that we run in tandem with the people at Fantasy Draft. Of course, uh, we've got the Road to Augusta with the Tour Junkies, where uh, if you are somebody who is uh, referred by Roto Grinders for every entry you're playing over there on Fantasy Draft in their uh, GPPs, their bigger two GPPs this week, you get an entry into a drawing to potentially join them over at Augusta National for the Masters uh, for, I believe it's a Friday afternoon out there. So uh, lodging, flight, all that stuff, they'll take care of you. So check uh, our friends out at the Tour Junkies for more info on that. And of course, make that deposit and be playing over at Fantasy Draft. Uh, Today on the podcast, we're going to talk some NBA. Uh, Obviously, this is a excellent slate. You've got multiple games with totals over 230 and uh, superstars galore. So I'm, I'm excited a little bit about it. You know, last night was uh, another little frustrating moment for those of you who played Ben McLemore. My goodness. Uh, Ten minutes after lock, you get the uh, Ben McLemore going to be out for tonight. Jarrell Martin going to be out for tonight. Oof, brutal. I uh, hate that that happens. But uh, again, I'm hopeful. Next year we get some changes on the setup for NBA products uh, across the landscape of DFS. Crossing my fingers for that one uh, because it's, it's enough is enough. Like I get that we can't maybe make midseason changes from a technology standpoint, and I'm going to give the sites the benefit of the doubt here. But uh, I think it's also time for them to reevaluate things postseason and make the appropriate changes going into next season because uh, this is becoming a real problem and uh, we'll see what they end up doing. Uh, But hopefully today, no late scratches and everybody can put full lineups together and have a competitive day of DFS. That is certainly my hope uh, on my own lineups as well. Uh, Also remember PGA happening, uh, coming up, big tournament in Tampa this week. Uh, of course, tonight we've got our freemium show, um, which is putt for sh- no drive for dough, DFS for dough, with, of course, Notorious, STL Cardinals, and uh, Jason Roslin. So that gets rolling tonight. Uh, I think that's 8 Eastern. So check that out uh, live if you're not a premium subscriber. Or on demand, you can uh, you know listen to the podcast via the Roto-Grinders app or watch it back 
on demand. So uh, advantage for you premium subs. Always trying to give you guys a little bit extra uh, for those who um, enjoy the premium content. And hopefully I can do better than I did last week. I played... 20 lineups on DraftKings, and I didn't cash a single lineup. I don't even know how that's possible because I played that 20-entry max tournament, and uh, I didn't I didn't have one lineup that cashed. Well, it, it doesn't help when you had zero Phil and zero Justin Thomas, uh, but I thought I might be able to sneak one, and nope. So, uh, yeah, it was a good year for golf until last week. Hopefully, uh, I can brush my shoulders off and, and do a little bit better this week. So, hopefully, those guys will help me out. But uh, let's get to hoops for tonight. A nice slate again uh, for us and some really potential high-scoring games. Um, so uh, let's do it. You know how I like to get started here. We start at the point guard position. And, you know, I think tonight uh, you, you've got to take notice of a 236 game out here with the Clippers and New Orleans. I think we're going to want to force as many people into this from this game into a lineup as we potentially can. Obviously, Anthony Davis is being so expensive, it'll be tough to get him in. But I think we need to try and figure out how to get him in. But I also think a guy like Milos Teodosic is going to be fairly chalky for us tonight because he is very, very cheap over on FanDuel tonight at 4,400. Pretty cheap on DraftKings at 47 and 91 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, and he's been playing some quality minutes, not really over the 30 threshold, but you think that, but it looks like that production is certainly good enough. Been uh, 22 fantasy points or more in three of the last four games. So uh, if he can tick up into the 30s, that would be fabulous. But I think he's going to be a staple in what is a really high total game today. And then the other point guard opposite of him is Rijan Rondo at 6,500 on FanDuel, 62 on DraftKings, and 12-2 on Fantasy Draft. That Fantasy Draft number is a little bit high maybe for him, but uh, certainly has been performing at a high level in the minutes. Seemed pretty secure. 35 or more, or 32 or more in four consecutive games. And uh, 38-42, 25-43 is the output. This feels like a, you know, a guy who is kind of starting to figure out his role on this team. He's actually scored double-digit points in three of the last four games. And uh, you know, I think is a, a, a guy that is probably going to drive a good bit of ownership again today. And I kind of get it uh, because the other options in this price range, not overly interesting to me uh, maybe one guy to consider could be Dennis Smith Jr. coming off that really good game last time out and then gets a, an excellent DVP matchup here against Denver who has really struggled versus that point guard he took 22 shots I mean that was what I saw last game is the type of guy who could just be a fantasy stud for us 40 fantasy points he scored 23 um, he had what five rebounds eight assists in that game, uh, every, no real outliers in terms of what we saw, scoring, rebounding, assists, steals, blocks, and he got us a 40-burger. So I think he's in play again for us today. We'll see what the status of Wes Matthews is. If he's out, I think that certainly helps him because he was you know, kind of hovering around the 17, 18, 16 shot attempts, went all the way up to 22 when Matthews, you know, departed. So uh, I think he's in play today, uh, potentially on all three sites, especially as a tournament pivot off of Rondo. So definitely need to make a note of him today. Uh, we got a great DVP spot for Damian Lillard. Coming off the back-to-back -back doesn't worry me too much. My worry is a potential blowout here. But New York, you know, one of the worst in the league defensively versus that point guard position. 
Um, and uh, let's see, where's that ranking? DVP, uh, it's not showing up on lineup HQ right now, but uh, I've got it here on first look. Yeah, 27th DVP, uh, 30th in defensive plus minus versus the point guard spot. So uh, it, I think it's it's super interesting to, uh, to, to use him today and kind of fade some of these higher... Uh, you know, some of these higher uh, totaled games, but I don't know if that's a strategy that I really want to go to, but definitely, you know, we'll save you, you know, 2000 off of Russell Westbrook on FanDuel, for example. And is it impossible for Damian Lillard to score as much or more than uh, Russell Westbrook tonight? Absolutely not. So definitely could be a path there. Um, other names to kind of consider here. Chris Paul has not been playing well in his price is really uh, reflecting that down to 8,100. He's been under 30 fantasy points uh, each of the last two games against Boston and the Clippers. I think that can change pretty quickly. This is going to be, uh, I'm assuming this is a nationally televised game here versus Oklahoma City, but obviously uh, going one-on-one versus Russell Westbrook is you know, going to draw a lot of interest and eyeballs here tonight. So 14-4 on fantasy draft is just a really cheap, price tag for him. 79 on DraftKings, 81 on FanDuel. Again, we're talking lowest salaries of the season. Uh, he'll definitely be in my player pool. I don't think he's cracking my cash lineup in terms of the way that I'm building it, but we do have a 222 in that game, so uh wouldn't shock me one bit to see him get back going here. Um, probably not looking too hard at Kyle Lowry today. I mean, the matchup's fine against Atlanta, uh, but the price has kind of come up a little bit on him, so uh, probably going to be a pass on him. Kemba, you know, he's fine at 8,100, but I just don't think he's uh, likely cracking my build. But over 40 in three of the last four games here against Toronto, Philly, and Chicago, three in a row on the road, takes on Philadelphia tonight, who's, uh, you know, he's just been super aggressive shooting the basketball. Uh, let's see what his salaries are on DraftKings and FanDuel. 76 on DraftKings, 13-8 on Fantasy Draft. A little more intriguing, I think, than the 8,100 over on FanDuel. Um, and then in terms of, like, the Knicks guards, you know, Moutier versus Trey Burke. I mean, I, I, I don't really want to play either of these guys. Uh, we saw Trey Burke rebound to a, a better game this past time out, 26 minutes, and gave you 29 fantasy points. Uh, but he is a good bit more than Moutier, 5,500 on FanDuel to Moutier's 4.7. And Moutier just couldn't get anything going last game. 18 minutes, uh, five fantasy points against Sacramento. Uh, pretty tough to press that button right now. Probably rather go with Teodosic if I'm going to be in that range. Moutier, absolute fade on fantasy draft at over 11K. Uh that and you know we've got Goran Dragic here was a really big disappointment last night um, at 25 fantasy points. I think that Tyler Johnson playing didn't help the cause at all, but still only took 10 shots, and that's been the risk with Miami all season long. Is there's zero consistency from pretty much anybody on this team, uh, and you know including Dragic, including. Whiteside, who went absolutely ham yesterday. So uh, on a slate like this one, it's probably just a stay away at this point in time. All right, moving on to shooting guard. And, you know, built some mock lineups here this morning. And, you know, I think a, Rus a Westbrook-Harden lineup 
uh, you know, getting you know a back and forth potentially from these guys is a fine build to potentially make in tournaments today. It's not really the initial kind of cash lineup I built. Harden should be, you know, fine to get going here. Uh, the one thing you can say, Oklahoma City defensive plus minus is um is is three in the league and you got to think Paul George is probably going to give James Harden you know most of his attention uh but dude's an elite player he's gonna he's gonna get his points he's gonna get you know his production here but in a back and forth manner a 225 total I certainly understand why people might want to go that route but for me I kind of lived in the uh the fair and balanced uh, potentially in this spot and, you know, I really like J.J. Redick on FanDuel at 4,900 here. Uh, last game, he scored 17 real-life points. Didn't do really anything rebounding and assist-wise. And that's obviously a huge drawback for him. But uh, I do believe he can just do enough for us to kind of make value at that price tag. DraftKings, he's sitting at 52. Fantasy Draft at 10K. A little bit... You know, favorite spot for him is going to be FanDuel, especially where you have to roster two and we don't have flexibility. You know, Lou Williams against New Orleans, uh, I think we got to consider here. He's at 8K. He has been, what, 8,200 uh, last game. He's 77 over on DraftKings, which is a pretty fair price for him. Fantasy draft at 13-4. Uh, shots are going to be up. High scoring back and forth game. I mean, there's so many pieces we can get on both of these teams. And uh, I think that Lou Williams, absolutely viable for us here today. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. against Portland. Uh, you know, 21 shots last game versus Sacramento. Really like to see that. Uh, and especially because he had zero assists, zero steals, and one block. Like, I feel like he could have had an even better game than he finished there. And, uh, and I'm fine with this, you know, with this matchup for him, you know, going against, uh, going against CJ McCollum, who's not a top flight defender, uh, by, by any measure, looks like 25th defensive plus minus the ranking here for Portland. So, uh, yeah, I can get a little bit behind him at that price tag, 5,900 on DraftKings, 11-4 in fantasy draft. Uh, I think all three spots we can give him uh, a definite look. Uh, Will Barton, Gary Harris. I mean, Barton's been playing really well lately, and I think DraftKings, he's $1,000 cheaper than he is on FanDuel. I think that's where we got to look at him. He's been over 40 fantasy points in three of the last four, and the game he didn't hit it was a slower-paced matchup versus Memphis where he scored 24 real-life points, 36 fantasy points. Uh, so he fills up the stat sheet. Uh, I mean, his, I love what I'm seeing here. Nine for 17. Um Eight rebounds, seven assists. Ten for 14, six rebounds, two assists. Seven for 15, seven rebounds, five assists. Ten for 15, seven rebounds, six assists, three steals. Uh, basically, is exactly the type of player you love. Shooting a lot, doing enough in the other categories, and uh, and he seems you know firmly entrenched in this rotation in a good spot, which has kind of been a problem for him over the course of the last year. But you know if you toggle back to like the last eight games or so he is set I think you can make him a, a pretty strong cash game play maybe on DraftKings at 6900 fantasy draft at uh at 34 or 13-4 FanDuel at 79 I'm a little less comfortable there in fact you could even make a case 
for Gary Harris, saving that 700 and going down to him. Uh, he's been 34 fantasy points or more in you know three consecutive and pretty much four out of his last five. So uh, they seem to have condensed you know, the rotation a little bit, 36, 34, 38, 32. Those are the minutes for Gary Harris. He is going to be playing a lot here today. So another guy really cheap on DraftKings at 6,300, 12-7 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I think both those guys, you know, we've got to we've got to consider tonight. Drew Holiday certainly getting it done. We know about the total in this game. Uh, I've got no problem there, but the price on him is really up. 8,500 on FanDuel, 82 on DraftKings, 14.9 on Fantasy Draft. That's actually uh, a decent number to get him at. But you know these other two spots, I talked about those Denver guys. You know they've been pretty close to reaching that same production, and they're significantly cheaper than Drew Holiday. But again, in a game stack, absolutely, if you want to put him and Lou Williams together, I certainly get it. I'm probably not playing Dwayne Wade. I'll be curious to see if Miami rests anybody tonight on the back-to-back here against Washington. He's cheap at 4,900, but um, not really a guy I'm looking to play too much of. Uh, Karis LeVert's kind of intriguing here at 4,600. He played 30 or 29 minutes last game. Now did go 11 for 19 from the field, gave you a 48 fantasy point day. Uh, price went up 600 on FanDuel from that, 400 on DraftKings. Uh, and about 700 on fantasy draft. If you're looking for a low dollar punt in a game that you know certainly has a high total of 230, I get it, but I don't think he can really be too much of a cash game play for us. There is a guy from Brooklyn that that I'm looking at um, a little bit more serious than him, but uh, but yeah, I mean, and that Golden State Brooklyn game 230 in that one is huge, especially because Brooklyn like they're not. I'm not playing that fast anymore, but man, that is a monster, monster number. I mean, if you want to take your shots, you can on Durant, Curry, Clay, Draymond, but you know, feels what 14 point spread. It's just hard to kind of figure out which guy it's going to be from there, but there's going to certainly be some points scored. No question. All right, let's get to small forward next. And, uh, yeah, this is a spot where I, I think we can potentially pay down. I, I just don't see Kevin Durant cracking too many of my builds today at 10-2 with the other options that we have. But like I just talked about, 230 total in that game. I do get it. But this feels like, to me, uh, a spot to come down a little bit. We've got Harrison Barnes at 6,200 against Denver. And, uh, you know, super consistent on his shot. 16, 19, 16, 17, 11, 16, 14. Uh, and, you know, last three games, 28, 34, and 40 fantasy points. Uh, I think there's some safety there in this game against Denver with him, 61 on DraftKings and 11-7 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, if you're looking for value, and I think a lot of people will at this position on FanDuel, you've got Justice Winslow and Etwan Moore at 43 and 4,200. Uh, Justice Winslow is a guy who last year looked like he was going to be an up-and-comer. This season rolls around, did not really, you know, I think he was hurt early on. Just hadn't looked the part lately. And then yesterday, 43 fantasy points, 12 and 12 with five assists. Certainly an outlier of steals there at four. But the game prior to that, 28 and 31, uh, 13, 4, 2 and 2, 17, 5, 2 and 2. Uh, I think that a 30 fantasy point, uh, game. It's not what I would project for him, but I feel like that's his upside game. Probably not like that 
43 we saw yesterday. But he's young. He should be playing, and he's pretty cheap at 43 on FanDuel, 42 on DraftKings, 8,200 on Fantasy Draft. And then each one more in a really high total game. Uh, you got to get a little bit excited about it, but you got to temper it somewhat just because we haven't seen great production from him lately. But we know he has the ability to get the shots up, uh, double digits in four of the last six games. And we're not asking for a ton from him at 4K on DraftKings, 42 on FanDuel, and 7,400 on Fantasy Draft. If anything, it's a path to getting some of those you know, other big-name guys in this game as well. Uh, Beasley, really big drop-off here, and I don't know exactly why that is. Uh, you know, we've got... Uh, Jeff Hornacek says he's hoping Beasley finds his form. That's interesting. That makes me feel like they're going to let, let him kind of like get back to what he was maybe doing there for a while, which is jacking up shots, because that's been the biggest problem. 9-7-7-4. Seven, seven, Those are shot attempts for him in four of the last five games. He went through a stretch there where he was shooting the ball 24, 17, 16, 13, 11, and that's when we had pretty good fantasy performances. So I think he's absolutely a great dart in in uh, tournaments today because uh, it certainly wouldn't shock me one bit for him to get back to 35, 34, 38 fantasy points. It can happen. We just haven't seen it lately, and I think that's going to drive a lot of ownership down, but at least the price has dropped. Think of it this way. He was uh, 7K um, on the 22nd of February. 7,000. Now he's 5,300. So uh, good value in that, but whether he can return to form remains to be seen. Barnes is a guy who much more safer at like 900 more. Obviously, Paul George today against Houston. If you want to go there, the price is kind of back down into reasonable range. 86 and 85 on FanDuel and DraftKings, 15-4 on Fantasy Draft. And uh, super competitive game here between these two teams. Uh, we got him projected at 37. I think you could take him up to about 40 today. I think he's going to hit that threshold. Uh, we'll keep our eye out on the Mo Harkless news. We saw Evan Turner draw the start yesterday and got us a whopping, like, four fantasy points. Thanks for that, uh, Evan. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't play him, but certainly didn't do anybody any favors there. Um, I think those, I mean, small forward's tough. I mean, Josh Richardson, maybe we could go. Um, I mean, last game, I don't know what happened last night. You know, only played 18 minutes in that game again, uh, but scored you 17 fantasy points, which is almost 18 in 18 minutes. So fantasy point a minute, the game prior to that fantasy point a minute, the game prior 29 and 35. So, um, yeah, I don't I have to try and dig in and see what happened last night. 5,900 on DraftKings might be a viable spot for you um, if you're looking to fill a small forward spot. Uh, on FanDuel, where you need two of them at 64 and a 204 game. See, that's the tricky thing here. This Miami-Washington game, super slow number here. It's hard to play almost anybody in a 204 when you got a 222, a 230, uh, a 237 uh, You know, total tonight. So... That's the kind of trouble that that I'm running into. Yeah, Alan Crabb, not the guy from Brooklyn that I'm looking at, but uh, certainly a guy who's feels like got the most secure minutes maybe on the team in a super high total game. We've got him projected at 21 today at 4,900 on FanDuel, 5K on DraftKings. Um, probably not playing him on Fantasy Draft tonight. All right, before we get to power forward, uh, I certainly have to take a break to tell you about my friends at Blue Apron 
the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And uh, boy, Blue Apron, been a great sponsor here, and I hope a lot of you have given them a try. I know we've got a lot of people, even on staff at Roto-Grinders, who tell me, Dan, I tried the Blue Apron, and you know what? I, I really enjoy it. You know, it's fun for me to cook dinner. Uh, it's something for me and my wife to kind of do together, and it's kind of fulfilling to see what you can create when you've got great ingredients and you've got step-by-step instructions that uh, allows you to get that dinner on the table in 45 minutes or less. And they got lots of different meal plans for you to choose from, a two-meal person plan, a family meal plan. And the great thing about um, Blue Apron is that you can kind of customize what you want. Like if you're going out of town, you can say no Blue Apron for me. If you uh, you know have a special event you can or, or a special night that you want to do something great at home, then absolutely you can get Blue Apron. So a uh, high quality uh, they're sending only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. And uh, fact of the matter is, the food is delicious. They got professional chefs putting a lot of care into creating these recipes each and every week. And um, I'm telling you what, I think you should try it because we've got a great offer exclusively for you guys who are listeners of this podcast. They're treating uh, listeners here to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com and use slash fantasy fix. That's right, $30 off your first order. You can check out this week's menu and get $30 off at blueapron.com slash fantasy fix. Uh, and it's Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Check them out. Thanks so much for them for supporting our show. All right, getting back into it, DFS for tonight. We've got power forward position. And, uh, you know, Paul Millsap has moved into that rotation. And as a starter, uh, we've got him projected at 29 minutes. And we've got him at 6,100 over on FanDuel DraftKings, 58, Fantasy Draft 12, 9. I think he's in play. I don't think he's a must for us today, but I absolutely think he's a guy we can consider on this slate. Obviously, Anthony Davis, if you can get him into your lineup, you probably should. He's an absolute monster, and uh, it's hard for me not seeing him scoring you know, 55 to 60 fantasy points today, and we know his upside is enormous. Uh, Marvin Williams, I think, is a uh, interesting value choice for us. Uh, obviously, not great last game has been under 15 fantasy points or right around there in th- the three consecutive games, but he's got upside games sprinkled in there of 23, of 24, 23, 26, 34, and he's only 3,600 on FanDuel, 4K on DraftKings, and 7,400 on Fantasy Draft. Don't get me wrong, Marvin Williams is not a great player by any stretch, but uh, not g- many people in terms of where we stand at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, have that kind of minute security at that price point who can get to that level. So I think he's a path to stars and scrubs tonight. And with all the high scoring games and top flight players we have, that's probably the path of building, which I think makes the most sense. Ben Simmons versus uh, Draymond Green. I probably got to give the uh, edge to uh, Ben Simmons here. Uh, if I'm choosing between those two, just because it's so hard to to know what's going to happen there with this Golden State team, I think Draymond's been fine. I mean, super steady, you know, performer outside of that last game versus Atlanta, um, where he only had 23 fantasy points, uh, one for three shooting that day, two points, nine assists, seven rebounds. Typically, going to do a little bit better than that in the scoring department. And if he gets up to, you know, 10, 12 real life points. 
you're looking at 33 to you know 36 fantasy points, but that's still probably not the upside we get in a Ben Simmons. So I'd probably rather play him if I'm looking to go there. I think Nico Miritich, kind of interesting today at 6,800. I'm guessing he's going to probably draw another start today because um, I don't think Okafor is going to go. And I like the 30 minutes. Uh, I like the across-the-board production this guy gives you, and I love that this is a high-scoring game. 65 on DraftKings and 12-2 on Fantasy Draft. Really like him tonight. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson uh, finally put around, put together a, an awesome all-around game. 14 shot attempts, 31 minutes. He's been their best player for the better part of this season. He and Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, obviously he had that injury for a while, and the minutes took uh, a good bit to kind of ramp back up. But he's come back on the 26th, so he's played four games. And uh, if he's going to get 30 minutes in a game with a 230 total, uh, I like the chances of him getting 30 fantasy points. Uh, 57 on both FanDuel and DraftKings, 11-2 on Fantasy Draft. That's my preferred guy in Brooklyn if I need to pick somebody here tonight. Um, uh, Markeith Morris at 5,500, uh, another guy, again, in that two, uh, or 204 game. It's tough to press that button today, but he's the one guy that uh, I'm looking at as a pretty fair option based on the price point. Another guy who can creep into the 30s uh, at, you know, sub 6K, which I'm looking at. So I don't mind some Markeith Morris. Uh, John Collins, you know, he got excited when he was uh, moving into the starting lineup, but foul trouble has been a problem for him. And he's at 6,258 on DraftKings against Toronto. Another game that I don't have a ton of exposure to. Uh, but if he can stay out of foul trouble, I definitely think he can put together a, a decent enough game. I mean, that's a 218 total. That's nothing to sneeze at most nights. Tonight, maybe it is, but I think he's probably very overlooked at this position. Uh, and maybe a little Dwight Powell as well against Denver. He's been getting really quality run here. Um, you kind of worry a little bit. You know, Nerlens Noel kind of back um, playing some minutes here the last three, four games. Is that going to take away from Powell? It might in the long term. Has it in the short term? So uh, if you're looking for salary relief, there is a path there. And, you know, James Johnson, Kelly Olynyk. Olynyk was the guy who went off last game. It's just back to that inconsistency. 34-31 each of the last two games for Olynyk. The price hasn't jumped. He's only 4,300 on FanDuel, uh, 94 fantasy draft, 48 on DraftKings. But could easily fall back to about 15 fantasy points. But uh, is he GPP viable on FanDuel at 4,300? Absolutely. No question about it. Uh, all right, final position for us tonight. Going to be the center spot. Where are we looking here? Uh, man, this is this is interesting. I think there's like three guys that I'm, I'm looking at. Um, I think it's Nurkic today at 6,500. Uh, I think it's Ennis Cantor today at 6,500. Uh, those are the, and then maybe even Valanchunas at 6,400. Atlanta's dreadful versus the center spot. You pick your spots with Valanchunas because the minutes are all over the map, but I feel like this is, you know, a potential spot for him to, uh, to get like 35 plus fantasy points. Um, there's a lot of risk there. DraftKings, you get him a good bit cheaper at 56. You got more options. That's probably my preferred choice out of the three spots would be DK for him. You know, some people will, will endorse Kyle O'Quinn today. I get it. I saw last game. He's 4,100 on DraftKings, 1,000 cheaper over there. And 
he played 25 minutes, got you 39 fantasy points. It's just kind of like how the flow of that game goes because Ennis Cantor, you know, he played really well last game and just did not play, I think, that fourth quarter at all because uh, I had him on some lineups and went 14 and 16, played 22 minutes. I think he sat the entire fourth quarter in lieu of um, Kyle O'Quinn, and that happens kind of a lot. But Cantor, for me, is like, he's a beast, man. I mean, he's got 14, 16, 12, 12, 14, 13, 11, 16, uh, 12, 18, 17, 20. That's his rebound totals over like the last 10 games. Uh, I think he's too cheap today. And on draft on FanDuel at 6,500, I like him. On DraftKings at 7K, uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to go there today because you have that risk with O'Quinn. But on FanDuel... Uh, I don't mind him one bit tonight. And then Nurkic, a little bit concerned about the back-to-back. If you look at his numbers this season, uh, about a rebound less, a couple points less in the scoring and rebounding department on the back-to-backs. But he's a guy who doesn't play a crazy amount of minutes. He did play 29 last night versus the Lakers um, and finished with 16 points, 16 rebounds, a really you know super productive day for him. That's my somewhat of a worry that we that we have here today going against the Knicks. And plus, you know, they played in LA. Now they got to travel back to Portland. Uh, somewhat of a concern there. But the price really attractive today at 6500 So uh, he's definitely a guy that, that I'm looking at. Uh, can't get on, on to Dwight Howard right now. The minutes are just down on him. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, maybe. Uh, again, you're getting this back-and-forth game here against New Orleans. Monster performances each of the last two games, 17-15, and 19-20. and 20. Uh, going to be a lot of shots put up in this one. So DeAndre Jordan, you could probably do worse than him today uh, at that 7,900. We saw Whiteside go crazy last night. Uh, can he do it back-to-back days? Not sure. A uh, little bit concerned. Now, the last back-to-back he had was uh, played New Orleans, followed it up with a game against Memphis, and played 25 minutes and gave you 35 fantasy points. 35 fantasy points doesn't suck for 7,200. Like, you can take that. 69 even on DraftKings. So under 7K threshold there. I think a lot of people will play him on that number. Uh, And then Jokic against Dallas tonight. Dallas just dreadful. But my little bit of worry here is Millsap is back, and we've seen these numbers kind of plummet. 30, 25, 32. Yet the salary still hasn't at 9,700 on FanDuel. 9,500 on DraftKings is big. Um, Could this... I mean, this is absolutely a matchup that he could smash in, no question about it. And if they were more thin in that in that front court, I'd say, yeah, let's play him. But uh, I'm concerned about what I've seen lately, so I think we're going to reserve him for tournaments only tonight. Uh, all right, I'm out of here. That is it. That is a Tuesday night in DFS hoops. Hopefully, this helps you along the way building your own lineups. Uh, obviously, be sure to download the Rotor Grinders app if you haven't done so already, and therefore. That will um, that will help you get all the alerts you need when building your lineups. Because let's face it, uh, things will change from this 10 o'clock time. Uh, just yesterday, I said I like Kyrie Irving, and then Kyrie Irving was out. So yeah, things can change. So make sure you stay on top of things. But always appreciate you guys uh, giving us a download. Play over at Fantasy Draft. Go try some Blue Apron. You know, sponsorship. These are the people that allow us to give you free stuff here at Roto Grinders day in and day out like this podcast. So certainly check them out. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll hit up the Wednesday slate. And uh, as always, good luck in all your contests. And we will see you. 
Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only.